What up, Ash? What up, Taryn? Um, I found a fun fact. You did? And I don't know why this was super interesting to me. Okay. Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Okay. <laughs> Before the number 1,000, no numbers contain the letter A. Did that just break your brain because it broke mine? Wait, say it again. Before, A? if you're spelling out number, so like one, O-N-E. You didn't specify that first. Well, you could, did you hear my sentence? I was confused by it. <laughs> no, but isn't that weird? So from one to 1,000, because 1,000 has an A in it, uh-huh. not a single letter has, not a single number written out has a letter A. Fascinating. Thousands brought A's. that much. I no, that's a good fun. That's a good fun fact. Like I read that and was like, "Whoa!" I think because based off of your reaction, I was like, "Oh, it must be really good." But I, th- I didn't think it was like that. Is earth shattering? Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys will not be shocked in any way when I tell you that we here at Unsolicited Advice are huge fans of therapy. I personally have grown so much because of therapy. BetterHelp is therapy entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. So if you feel like lighting a candle and having a phone chat with your therapist, you totally can. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And the best part is that you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I love that they don't give you an additional charge for that. Taryn and I believe that it takes a few tries sometimes to find a therapist that you click with, but that click is imperative. And I love that BetterHelp makes changing therapists so simple. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Visit betterhelp.com unsolicited today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com unsolicited. Hello. Anyways, wow. Everyone. That was like the Oscars when they start Tell playing me. the music. They're like, wrap it up. You know that, um, was it the Oscars? What was their most recent um, award show? Grammys, where they were showing the back screen where it was flashing, stop talking. Oh, I didn't see that. Or like, stop, please stop now or something. I'm yeah. like, I wish I had that in my life that someone could just hold up a sign that's like, no one cares. It's okay, Taryn. That's what I'm here for. Fine. I'm here to tell you when you're boring. <laughs> you're here to tell me when I think I'm fascinating. And you're actually boring. You're boring. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And welcome back to Unsolicited <laughs> Advice. I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn. And we're here to advise you on I mean, whatever, whatever it might be that you are struggling with. Um, I recently got blood work done at the doctor's and oh. by a subscriber and a oh, listener. No way. That's yeah. cool. And I was just like, careful with the, careful. Careful with that needle, <laughs> man. I feel like um, there was one time I was going to get a massage. And for a second, I thought she recognized me. And I was like, okay, that could be like a little weird. Rubbing your bare back. Rubbing my, my bare buttocks. <laughs> also, back to me getting my blood taken. Oh, we weren't done. At the doctor's office, Moira from Schitt's Creek walked in. To the office, and I literally, it would like, not like I would have done anything in the first place, but I was like, I, it was so obviously her, and I was like, I don't know what to do, and I just stared at her, and she looked so pretty, and that was all. That's the end of my story. Was her style anything like... Not, a, not at all, but she was very stylish. Like she yeah. had this like green suede jacket and these really cool like baggy jeans and funky boots and like a sparkly bag. Like it was like they were all very different. It wasn't Moira fashion, obviously, but it was, yeah. it was still like you can tell she's a fashion girly. Like yeah. it was mix and match in all the patterns and like fun stuff. And Dude, I was just like, oh, I, I love you. And I love that show. obsessed with that character, but also just... I feel like her as an actress, like mm-hmm. I had so much respect for her because that's such a big character to bring yeah. to life. Yeah. And then um, she executed it so did well. Did you watch the documentary? After? About Schitt's Creek? Yeah. No. So after Schitt's Creek, there's like something else that's on Netflix that you can watch and it's like them talking about the creation of the show. Mm-mm. Ash, you have to watch it. It's really interesting. But um, they were talking about how, because it was, David and um, what's the dad's name in the show? Johnny. Yeah. So job. them in real life are actually son and father. And um, 
they created the show kind of like together, but they mm-hmm. were talking about how they asked her if she would just come do the pilot because they had this vision, but they were like, she's too big to like be on the show, but yeah. if she can just do the pilot. And then um, it sounds like they obviously fell in love with her, but she fell in love with like that the role. Character, yeah. So it's just, it's real. you should watch it. It yeah. was beautiful. Actually, I heard that on Smartless. They interviewed both of them and they said the same story. And I just thought, I think that's so cool. Like to be able to create something so beautiful like that with your parent i know like what a what a fun what a fun like family project i know and then twyla is the sister yes which, which is, is like crazy so fun. Yeah. like it was just like a whole family thing um yeah. but yeah that entire cast just seemed like such a blast oh my god so fun um i was sobbing the other day why because this girl went on tiktok and posted um a video it was just like a selfie of her, but in the in the captioning it said, "Every woman under thirty ask a question, and every woman over thirty answer those questions." Oh, that's cool! And it was the most impactful, beautiful comment section I've ever seen online, and I cried. Like that's Aww. how beautiful it was. I'm gonna make sure we repost it, so if you guys yeah, haven't seen it, see you it. can see it. But it was just, it was the coolest. It was the coolest idea, and you, when you scrolled through, it was beautiful questions like, um, again, it was a woman under 30 being like, how do I find my self-worth, or, or I'm feeling so alone, or whatever, and then someone under 30, over 30 answered it, and there'd be like multiple answers, and they were all so beautiful. And I highly recommend, we'll definitely repost it, but I highly recommend everyone like go find it and read because it was just the most That's beautiful really like cool. women supporting women and obviously like younger women asking older women. And it was just, it was the most incredible thing in a beautiful community. And it literally made me sob. That's cool. Yeah, we definitely have to repost that. because I feel Yeah, like I was like, That's our the alley. kind of stuff I want to get behind Yeah, on socials. Yeah. No, so absolutely. Good. Um, I'm trying to think what's new in my life. Uh, oh, I moved. You did move. I did. You live alone now. We switched. I moved I back in with my sibling. You moved away from your sibling. Yeah. Um, I, so Ryan, me and my brother were living together mm-hmm. and he is getting married. So I ended up just getting, uh, like a small, like studio type unit. Mm-hmm. And it is beautiful and I love it. And I already like I worked really hard to try to make it like homey ASAP because I feel like I would have been more phased if it was like just empty or like right. crowded. Yeah. Um, which I know like that kind of you struggle with that because like it took a while before your couch came or like you got a yes. TV or yeah. I had a ha- the hardest time that my couch took a while. Yeah. Because if you don't feel like cozy no. and like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then that first week no internet so mm-hmm. I like couldn't even watch a comfort show yeah. to get me through this transitional phase and I was dying inside no for sure um it's it was very 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 emotional like saying bye so like when when we were walking in the last time to like get the last load I started like ugly crying like sobbing mm-hmm. and so then and Ryan just like held me and it was just like it was really sad his fiance was like taking pictures of us and it's just like the cutest picture but um I was very emo and then I also was very, I got very scared just because it was like all new sounds. Um, Of course, like in my mind, I'm like everything I heard was like someone breaking in and this is how I die and all my like true crime stories were like replaying in my head. But um, I feel like I finally have like deescalated and Mm. and I'm starting to actually like enjoy it. Like... I'm the type of person who everything I do, I'm thinking about other people in it, which like sounds like, oh, Taryn, you're such a beautiful. It's exhausting. (laughs) It is so exhausting because like when I leave the apartment, I'm like running late and I want to just throw something or trap, like leave my dirty mess from cooking like on the counter because I don't have time, whatever. But I'm like, I can't because if Ryan comes home, I don't want him to be like having to go around my mess. So then I'm late to work because I'm like freaking out trying to put it together. Uh And it's like, that's nice. But, you know, grocery shopping, um, what what I would have on the TV. Like, I'm always like, what do you want to watch? Like, what do you want to do? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... Now you got to think for yourself. Yeah. What does Taryn want? I know. What does Taryn want for dinner? Even like today, like I left 
I was like in a hurry, so like I left a mess, and I was just like, huh, doesn't matter. Like I can do that. Yeah, like I can do that. That's how you I know? feel like my sister felt. Oh, for sure. Not like yeah. But I'm not, and I'm not like a messy person, but I think it was just like being able to like have that flexibility. It's your place. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. And then the other thing that's been super crazy is nights feel like they're like four times as long as they used to. Yeah. I think because there's no anticipation of like, Ryan's going to come home. And then when he comes home, like we sit and chat or we watch one of the shows we're watching or whatever. You're very intentional about how is your day? What's going on? And all that small talk like takes up time. Yeah. But like last night it happened again where I watched a bunch of shows. I painted my nails. I was like, oh, it's super late. I should take Charlie out and then I'll go to bed. And I looked at the clock and it was 830. (laughs) I literally thought it was like midnight. Yeah. So it's been really interesting like. I feel like this space around me has like opened up a lot. Yeah. And I'm excited to like learn how to make that very intentional. Yes. But um, yeah, I'll do like an apartment tour and stuff soon. But I like I'm still like working on getting some things together. And yeah, it's been really I'm fun. I'm excited for it's been you. Really fun. I know Ash came and saw and she was like, it's it literally cute. is your apartment. It like- literally, it's, it's, it's basically like. Um, her apartment with her brother was cut in half. It looks the same. It smells the same. It's still her exact room. The living room is set up exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Just, just kind of turned to the side. Like everything about it is a cookie cutter of where she was last time. Yeah, which makes it feel kind of weird because I'm like, wait, but it's different. Like it's not the same, yeah. but it is. But it's well, and it's like if the I feel like if you really look like a lot of stuff is different, but it's like the same. Yeah, I feel like the vibe is just like the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, totally. Which is um, so fun. I'm which excited is me, for you. Like anyways, like I didn't want to change like everything also because like I don't need to buy all new form- no, furniture. No. I keep this is me talking to myself. Yeah. You don't need a new couch. Yeah. If you guys feel led to, please DM Taryn that she doesn't need to buy. I don't need. Every, you should see my Amazon cart is I'm out sure. of control right I'm now. I'm sure. But I'm like, I'm like, oh, a new entryway table. a new, And I'm like, why? Why? You're, what's wrong with what's this wrong one? What's wrong with this one? Right here. So yeah, I'm, I'm currently on timeout for my Amazon because I haven't made the best choices recently. Um, you can just delete the app for a bit, for a month. Give you a whoa, sec. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Give whoa, you a whoa. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll see. I feel like I'm balancing out though. I'm like chilling out a little bit. Fun. We'll see. But yeah. That's, that's so fun. That's new in my life. Um, should we like jump in to it? Did you want to ask me what was how oh, my I life thought is? Your, I thought your blood work was your like. No, this that was just me. a fun topic. Oh, my life you is good. <laughs> you, started, you started off so strong. It's funny because me and Ash, we were at a coffee shop before this. Uh-huh. And recently- we like have been challenging each other because we always will be like, oh, we should talk about this on the pod. Mm -hmm. Always. And then it never fails. Like two days later after we've recorded, we're like, ah, we didn't talk about it. We never talked about it. And we never circle back. So we made a shared notes Mm -hmm. that is titled, let me, uh, I forgot what I titled it. Talk about it, you idiots. (laughs) 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 And we're just putting like, things on the list but ash was so excited because at the coffee shop she's like i'm writing down I'm writing down the all things. the things and if you listen back to the top of this episode she freaking she was like busting it out you done with your fun fact cool cool i got my blood drawn here's my here's my here's the next <laughs> thing i saw moira um no i finally i'm very excited i'm finally my entire for you page is book talk at this point oh, and yeah. i finally finished iron iron flame nice and that means i i'm i'm Currently trying to decide which series to start next. I know there's another series after Ak- that's like kind of connected to Akatar that I wanted to get into, but I decided to take a little break and I'm reading a thriller right now instead because nice. it was like a lot of fantasy and a lot of similar fantasy. Well, and it was a lot all kind of, of blurring together. A lot of series. Sometimes series, it's like heavy to like start it, but like yeah. a one-off book is like good too. Yeah. So I've just I took a sec to um, read this instead, but I really loved Iron Flame. And um, the I've been getting tons of questions on like whether I liked Akatar or like Fourth Wing and Iron Flame more. I think they were both incredible. I think Akatar was just moved a little slower, but I think it was just mm. as good. So like, because I feel like that was like Lord of the Rings was more like beefy and like a long, long. storyline, whereas like Harry Potter was like, yeah. So, so it's kind of like that difference. Exactly. Like I feel like Fourth Wing and Iron Flame just dove right in. There was no long pauses, no lulls, no point where I was like, 
oh, this is good. It's tough to get through this chapter. It's so fast. It's the quickest, easiest. It's like a Colleen Hoover book where it just dives right in. You meet the love of her life like within chapter one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Um, that's exactly how it felt. Um, and then Akatar was really good too. So I'm really excited because Akatar, I think, is supposed to be a TV show. Mm-hmm. I and think you talked about this. You t- Jacob Elordi yeah, is supposed yeah, yeah. to be a character. Yum. And they haven't said who. Yummy. Or but, I think we talked about it on Supercast. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling. I have a feeling he's going to be Tamlin. And I'm, I can't, not going to, no spoilers, not going to say anything, but like just a gut. Mm-hmm. Just a gut instinct. And then um, I don't know when the fourth wing movie is coming out, but that's supposed to come out soon too. Yeah. Which is exciting. Uh, so fun. I'm excited. Um, what was it? Was it Divergent that they never finished? Or did they finish Divergent? No, they never finished it. That's right. That still pisses me off. Why that didn't they? I never realized me. that. What, what else? There's so many things that I'm like, How come don't they never finish that? start it. I don't know because I thought it was like. I thought it did well yeah. as a series. Right. Also, I will say there's still time. There is still time. Those actors are very much still relevant. Yeah. And could True. move around and do some things. So I'm just going to throw that out there. That's fascinating. <laughs> if the producers of <laughs> anything are listening. I didn't even like stop and realize that they stopped. They never continued. Yeah, with I it. didn't either. And then I, I was starting a movie with Ryan, RIP, roommate. So. Um, and <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I just started Divergent. And he's like, oh, it still bothers me. It didn't fin- They didn't finish it. And then I was like, oh, crap. They didn't. Yeah. yeah. That's annoying. Because that was huge. No, I know. It's super, super Super annoying. In other news, um, it's getting really fun over at Supercast. Yeah. We I are doing love some Supercast. fun things. Some super fun things. We had the other day, um, Ryan chimed in on something. We called <laughs> Ashley's boyfriend Jackson and he chimed in on something. Yeah. And then something that honestly, honest to God, this was one of the main reasons we started Supercast. Mm-hmm. But um, but then we had a terrifying October series, so yeah. it got put on hold. Yeah, is we wanted to specifically have a space where we could uh, keep something going all year round. Yeah, Ash. keep the scary stories going all year round. So we are finally starting to implement scary stories every month on our Supercast subscription. So if you pay for our Supercast subscription, which is cheaper than your latte, mm-hmm. okay, I'm here to Cheat tell out. you it's only monthly. It's worth every penny. It's more content of Taryn and I. Plus, we are adding in a spooky story every single month. Um, Which will be, so today's Monday, Thursday. Yes. It'll be a scary story. So make sure that uh, you subscribe. It's doubly worth it now that we are including the scary stories every month. So um, get excited. And if you are already a Supercast subscriber, thank you for being a VIP listener. And we hope you enjoy the scary stories also wish us luck because I know I didn't sleep in October. So I'm like kind of scared that we're bringing this back, um, but we do it for you. Everything we, we do is for you. Everything we do is for you. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys will not be shocked in any way when I tell you that we here at Unsolicited Advice are huge fans of therapy. I personally have grown so much because of therapy. And I'm newer to therapy because I grew up with this concept that therapy was something for people that lacked something. That therapy was something for people that like needed something or have gone through something traumatic and I didn't put myself in that category. And oh my God, was I wrong. Therapy can honestly be whatever you need it to be. And that's the best thing about it. When you go to therapy, you discover so much about yourself, about the people around you, and about what matters most to you. And that is why I love BetterHelp so much and why we love having them as a sponsor on our show because BetterHelp brings therapy to people in maybe places that don't offer good therapy or for people who don't necessarily want to leave the house. And I totally understand that. BetterHelp is therapy entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. So if you feel like lighting a candle and having a phone chat with your therapist, you totally can. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And the best part is that you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I love that they don't give you an additional charge for that. Taryn and I believe that it takes a few tries sometimes to find a therapist that you click with, but that click is imperative. And I love that BetterHelp makes changing therapists so simple. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Visit betterhelp.com unsolicited today and get 10% off your first month. Month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsolicited. 
Okay, well, now we're going to go into the segment Let's called go ahead. Tearing It Up. Tear, is this a song? I don't know. Theme song for it? I would like to write one someday. Um, tearing It Up, if you don't know, was named after me because mm-hmm. Tell I them why, am awkward and b- weird slash bad sometimes things happen to me. So um, we created the segment so that she didn't yeah. feel alone. Honestly, though. Y'all kind of created it because I feel like I shared mine and then people were like, oh, girl, I got you. Yeah. Same. You're not alone. And then it was like, let's do this together. Yes. And then my MySpace handle got resurrected. <laughs> tearing it up. Let's go. <laughs> um, well, let's go ahead and get into today's tearing it up, which is so funny. I laughed out loud and it um, says everything in the title. So I'm not going to say the title. So let's go ahead and dive in. Hi, Ash and Taryn. She put hi with like. 10 eyes. I assumed. <laughs> I, I love you ladies both equally. However, Ash and Taryn just sounds better than Taryn and Ash. Sorry, Taryn. That's rude, but it's fine. You her made words, your choice. Her words, not mine. But in all seriousness, both of you bring something positive to my life and inspire me in different ways. And it just wouldn't be the same without both of you beautiful women. Therefore, I can pick no favorites. I'll keep this short and really go off on how great you two are when I'm finally brave enough to write a story in that I could really use your guys' advice on. Anyways, though, my name is Kylie and you can say my name. So my tearing it up starts out as me on a brisk Tuesday afternoon. I was home alone and feeling a little bit, well, saucy and decided it would be fun and kind of quirky to send a couple tasteful nudes to my lovely husband and life partner of 13 years. After sending said pictures, about 10 minutes go by and I thought it was odd that he hadn't responded because normally when I send those, (laughs) I get quick prompt responses. And then upon inspection, I realized that I didn't even send the pictures to my husband. No, who? But in fact, I sent them to dot, 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 my co-worker. (laughs) Is it a male? Is it a male? Is it a male? <laughs> oh my God. That's right. My coworker. How could I make a mistake, you ask? Well, sorry, my grandpa's called. <laughs> need you to put your phone away. <laughs> so sorry. Need so you sorry. to tell your grandpa so to. Sorry. One second, Papa, sir. You're going to have to call back. Gentis, <laughs> gent, sir. <laughs> How can I make that mistake, you ask? Well, this coworker is also my very best friend, and both her and my husband's text conversations are Thank pinned to the top. God. So I guess I clicked her message thread and not my husband's. I was mortified. I panic and immediately call her twice with no answer, knowing she's at work right now. Oh I was at a loss. I sent her a last-ditch text that read, Call me. (laughs) All caps. Poor girl finally called me back so panicked that I was hurt. I told her about my mistake and she just started dying laughing, but also in a panic and shouts, Kylie, I don't want to see your boobs. (laughs) (laughs) So listen up, ladies. If you make this mistake, here's how I avoided showing my best friend my entire body. I sent her a huge paragraph containing only emojis. (laughs) So if for some reason she did open up the text, she wouldn't have seen the photos first. It would have just been a giant text of emojis. It was a pretty genius idea of mine. But if you ask me, also a bold statement for me to say after making the most idiotic mistake ever. Anyways, we worked together the next day and I took her phone and deleted everything. We still crack up about it so hard to this day. And I hope you ladies find it as funny and as mortifying as I do. If you choose to read this on the pod, thank you so much. I hope you ladies have a fantastic week. And thank you for always changing lives. Winky face. Oh, cute. Kylie, thank you thank you so much Dude. for making my day so much better with this email. Thank God it wasn't like a, a male guy. coworker. Like her yeah. husband's name is Chris and she sent it to Yeah, like when Chris. I first read it, I was like, oh shoot. It was another dude. I'm so sorry. I am so freaking paranoid about everything. Yeah. I could never. Yeah. I could never. Yeah. I could never. Mm-mm. 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 Absolutely. Um, not. if you have a a, a nude photos accident or nude photos tearing it up situation that you want to write in uh please consider this our your sign to send them into us no consider this your sign don't do it (laughs) do not do it the internet it didn't go to her husband though right i know that's the thing tasteful nudes are fine you send it to the wrong person or you get hacked 
your life is over. <laughs> you will be dead. No, I'm well, there and there you go. And there you go. <laughs> Let's move on to the first story. I'm excited about this one. This one's juicy. Hello, ladies. I am so excited to be writing to you two and Mandy today. <laughs> I feel like because now we said that Mandy reads the emails. People yeah. are like, hey, Mandy. They're like, Mandy. Pick me, Mandy. <laughs> now we can blame everything on Mandy. Uh-huh. Oh, we didn't read your story. Sorry. Mandy hates you. Yeah. <laughs> it was our her plan all along. Yeah. <laughs> Hope everyone is having a wonderful Monday. I am a graveyard worker and you two keep me company at 2 a.m. I really want to know, like, is graveyard worker or is it grade shift, grade yard shift? What's the one where you just, it means you work overnight? Graveyard shift. Graveyard shift. But she said a graveyard worker. Does she really work at a grave at 2 a.m.? Or The is way it the- she read, said that makes me think she works at a graveyard. But that's scary. It also could be an honest mistake <laughs> that she meant graveyard shift. I mean... If you work, I feel like at if she graveyard, worked at a graveyard, she would have specified specifically. Because I a mean, very... she said, "I am a graveyard worker." <laughs> yeah, but but what do you do at graveyards at two a.m.? Like monitor things, because people the spirits. <laughs> no, people dig up and steal. Oh yeah, it's a thing. I forget the term for it. A but... grave robber, grave yeah. digger, gold robber, dig- grave robber digger. <laughs> Grave ro- grave robber, I'm pretty sure, is what it is. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Um. Either way, I mean, if you work all the way through the night, I don't know how you do that. If you work in a graveyard, I don't know how you do that. Either way. I mean, either way, yeah, that's, that's either tough. Way. Um, you two keep me t- company at 2 a.m. It's super scary to listen to the October series at work. Okay, then it has to be a graveyard. Yeah. Wow. I should have just kept writing, reading. Did wow. you read this email fully? I did. Shut up. Don't shut lie. Up. I but, think you've been caught. <laughs> shut up. But I love to do it because I can't get enough of y'all. Okay, let's get started with the story I'm about to share. I think I just need to tell someone the situation I'm in. Got it. I can't really vent to my friends and family without feeling some type of guilt or judgment. So I've been going through this alone and I feel like your podcast feels like a safe place for me to spill the tea. It is. And thank you for choosing us. Welcome one and all. We want all the tea. Some information about me. I'm a female. I just turned 28 and I'm an Enneagram 5. Oh, I love all of that. Uh, what's a 5 again? The Enneagram type 5 is called the investigator. The type 5s are um, studious and devils into unique interests and topics. They are great at giving feedback that is rational and unemotional. And for 5s, knowledge is comforting. And they often have specialized expertise and skill sets. Devils. Devils, like plays around with. Oh. I devil in XYZ. Yeah. Cool. I thought it was dabble. I think dabble basically means the same thing. (laughs) English is hard. English is weird. English is freaking weird, man. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, she continues. Okay, so here's the tea. I'm in a situationship and it's going great. Oh. I was like, plot twist? It's going well. And what are you writing in I wasn't for? expecting that. Oh, just you wait, everyone. Okay. Okay. Just you wait. The tea is coming. <laughs> the tea is brewing. The situationship started in December 2023 with a guy, let's call him Ernie. Ernie and I have been friends since 2019. Okay. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Five years. Friends for five years. That's a good amount of time. Situationship for about two months. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, I started to think Ernie was cute. Yeah. He grew on her. That's how it works sometimes. Around September 2023, I would catch myself thinking about him more and hoping he would be at the next hangout. Cute. (laughs) I want to crush. It's not about me. Okay. At every hangout, I would try to get alone time with him and talk about random things. Finally, I was tired of holding my feelings. So I asked him to hang out one-on-one. And to my surprise, he agreed. And that's when our romance began. Mm. Way to take charge. Love that. Love that. Jealous of that. Okay. Both Ernie and I had gotten out of rocky relationships in 2023 So we were definitely enjoying the distractions from one another. Our second hang, we sat down and discussed what we were looking for. So smart. 
-hmm. especially for like messy situations, you know? Yeah. Going to risk a friendship or friend group drama. Right. We both agreed we just wanted to be single and wanted to be friends with benefits. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like this was a healthy situationship. It's with someone I've known for a while and we both agree on the same standards. But we all know where this is heading, right, ladies? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Fast forward to now, February 2024, and we can't get enough of each other. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. We're texting 24-7. We want to see each other all the time. And we have an amazing time every time I'm over at his house. He even started to call me baby. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. We are still technically just friends with benefits, though, and we both agree that we could never be in a relationship. Now, I know what y'all are thinking. Just date, right? Right. We're all yeah. thinking it. But here's the problem. And the reason why I haven't told anyone about this. Uh-oh. <laughs> he is my best friend's ex-boyfriend <laughs> <Ba-boom. laughs> oh. why did I just do that freaking Netflix it was very aggressive <laughs> uh, ooh. Hmm. right isn't that crazy how one detail can just twist everything yeah let's let's let her let's let her finish yeah, let's let her yeah, finish. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. um I know I know I'm the worst I know Ernie because my best friend, let's call her Gabby, was his girlfriend of four years. Oh. <laughs> I know. That's a significant She's, amount of time. I know. She's the one who introduced us. and I Stop. <laughs> and I know about all the trouble they went through throughout their relationship. Because you're her best friend? Yeah. Gabby is still my best friend to this day, and she has <laughs> she has no idea Ernie and I are hooking up. When we hang out in our friend group, Ernie and I just act as friends, which we both agree is hard and annoying. I can't tell or ask Gabby if it's okay to date Ernie because she has already told him when they were breaking up that her friends are off limits. <laughs> it's like... Oh, man. He had one job. Yeah, one one job. Don't date her friends. One job. So we have been in a secret relationship that is technically forbidden. I hope you two can offer some advice or input because I have nowhere else to go. Of course you don't. Like she can't talk about this with anybody. I can't tell my friends because it'll get back to Gabby. And I yeah. can't tell my mom because she'll just judge me. If this doesn't get read on the podcast, no biggie. I'm just glad I was able to type out this story because I've been holding it in and I was about to burst. LOL. Thanks for (laughs) providing a safe place for us anonymous writers who just need a little help with this fun thing called life. XOXO anonymous gossip girl. Um, yeah, that's, that's a very sticky situation. I, I feel bad that you're in this situation. Um, unfortunately this is one of those rules where it's like, it's very frowned upon. <laughs> yeah. You put yourself in a corner, unfortunately. And so did he. Like, he was very well aware when you asked him. Um, so, I mean, I, it's, I feel like the only option is to go to her, assuming you're not going to end things with him. If that's not an option, then I feel like the only other thing to do would be to go to her and be like, hey, here's what's happened. And... I obviously like love you and prefer for this to be able to like, is there a way for this to work out or somehow, somehow, but four years, I don't think she's going to be open (laughs) at all. No. Um, So I would go into that conversation prepared for like the worst. You can't not tell (sighs) her that's just going to get worse and worse. Like you have to say something. The thing is like, (laughs) Unfortunately, I feel like I've heard this so many times where it'll be like a friend ends up like hooking up with like their yeah. friend's ex. Like, I mean, it's actually really it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. But I mean, it kind of makes sense because you're drawn to people who you have similarities with. And yeah. most of them date people who you'd also like find interesting. I mean, think of the world before dating apps. 
how else did you, you, you dated your social circle. For sure. You know, so uh, it happens. For sure. But that doesn't make it okay. Um, <laughs> and this is, re- it's, this is a hard situation because I feel like we always try to be on the side of the, the writer, right? Mm-hmm. Because like, that's the whole point. And that's what, like you've said that's multiple times, for. like we create a safe space because what makes life so hard is when you feel alone or isolated. Like mm-hmm. we all do crappy things. We all make mistakes, but we need to be able to like talk about it and like have people who can be a safe space for us to talk about it, but also be honest with us. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you. If you weren't the writer, like if you, which I think you could say this to, to yourself anonymous. Like if you were sitting and your friend came to you and was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. My boyfriend I was dating for four years, I just found out my best friend's hooking up with him. You know, all of us girls would be like, she's out, she's yeah. dead to you. Like, yeah. what? you know, we would say some things, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But we are thinking about you as a person. And obviously I think you know, this is not... This is not the route you you should have gone down, mm-hmm. but you're here. Here we are, and now it's complicated because feelings are involved, and and we've talked about this before. Like lies being exposed, it's not just about the lie; mm-hmm. it's it taints the entire time since the lie started and since the person found out. Yeah, because then you're just replaying. Oh my gosh! So every time I was like complaining about him, or every time I was like, yeah oh, are you talking to anybody and you lied to me? Like, it just, it it piles up. Yeah, That's like what, right now, it's only been a lie for two months. If you if wait six months, if you wait a year, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. So I've, I do feel for you because I think that you are in a situation where, like, you are not going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think that sometimes, like, being an adult is realizing, like, the decisions you make, like, you have to deal with the consequences. Yeah. So... I think that if you choose to continue this, you are kind of simultaneous, simultaneously choosing to lose your friend. Yeah. Like there's no way this is going to end yes. in a way that like you're not going to lose her. Yeah. So you can either make a choice now to like stop it and try to like come clean or like I mean it's obviously your choice if you want to come clean or not but the truth always finds a way of coming out yes um and try to salvage that and say I'm so sorry it was a mistake like I thought it was just like a one-time thing it just kind of snowballed and and hopefully she'll be okay with that but what you have to be okay with accepting is that you could lose your best friend in this yeah I'm going to be honest, girl. I'm just going to ask the hard question because that's what friends do. What is the point of continuing? Yeah. Because so- you've already, you said multiple times, like, we know that we could never be in a relationship and we're not, it's never going to be anything serious. It's not long term. So, like, yeah, that's you know what, what I mean? That's like, what I was going to say is I think you need to sit down for real, for real, for real. Is this relationship with Ernie love? Is this going anywhere? Is this like, do you see yourself marrying this man and like settling down and like having a family with him? If not, he is not worth losing your best friend. Not at all. Even then, that would be tough. You know, like it would be more understandable because you found your soulmate. But like, can you honestly say that that's him right now? Yeah. Odds are, and I'm not saying this in a mean way, but like statistically, like probably not. Yeah. So in my opinion, it would be way easier. Things are already hard. You're not, it's a secret relationship. Like that doesn't have much promise to it anyways. I would just end things with Ernie and then have a real heart to heart, vulnerable conversation with your best friend and like earn her trust back and be like, Hey, like this happened. I ended it. I'm sorry that I hurt you and went behind your back. Like it won't happen again, but I needed to tell you. And I guarantee you like She's going to be heartbroken. She's going to be bothered. But like she's going to have so much more respect for you for handling it that way than letting her find out some other way or just not saying something. Both routes, there's a good chance you guys are not going to make it it through. Yeah. But there's absolutely no hope if she finds out on her own. There's maybe like like the tiniest wedge in the door if you come clean and you've already ended it 
and said sorry and like yeah whatever. and like we all were in friend groups in high school where everyone dated each other you know like it's like it's yeah like, but she's 28 no 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 for sure but i'm saying like it is possible yeah it's possible and people have it you can still be friends with someone especially if it was just like an awkward uncomfortable not awkward especially if it was just like a situation ship not something that you were super into but yeah Again, no, I was, I was, I'm saying I totally agree with you. Like in high school, that was like a thing because you're just young and like you get over stuff fast. Yeah. But I think because they're older, it's, it's going to be harder. St- that still happens when oh, you're it older. Totally does. So I think, I think if, in my opinion, if this were me, 100%, if I went out and dated Taryn's ex for two months, Ew, can you imagine? Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> no. More accurate would be like, me hooking up with Jackson. Can yeah. you imagine? Yeah. But and and like You would not forgive me. There's no way. I I wouldn't. It would be really, really hard for me to. But I think I think I would just hope that your best friend and you are actual really good best friends and would be able to have some kind of productive conversation about it. Also, like I wonder how long ago they broke up. Cause there's a difference between well, because she said that they both Dating an ex period off it's 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 unforgivable. But like dating a recent ex versus like me dating Taryn's ex from forever ago, like that would be that would hit different, you know. I would still be like, no, no I can't do it. But it's ten times worse. To, oh yeah, yeah. When it's but recent, she did say, "I'm trying to find the place." They had both gotten out of rocky relationships in 2023, so I think it was recent. Damn. That's and then more. and then they used each other as distractions, which see, but you have to think like all your friend is going to hear is so when we were breaking up and I'm coming to you crying and like processing like you're sneaking like no matter what you spin, that's where the mind is going to go. Yeah. So I just feel honestly, I'm I just really feel like you need to decide your next move and then accept what's going to come with like what mm-hmm. has happened. And and this is not me saying something where I'm like scolding you. Like the thing is, the thing is I try to with all my friends when they're doing something that I'm like, mm, not the best move. Mm-hmm. I try to ask hard questions and then I try to just like be supportive, but also be like, dude, <laughs> like, of course this is going to happen. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's helpful when friends are just like, girl you can do whatever you like that's not helpful like you need friends that are going to ask you hard questions but what I will say and this is what worries me is I think that the stickiest situations that I've ever been in and that friends have been in are ones where they've told nobody else and they were isolated to just them and a person and I think that right now it's just you and him you, you're not going, you're not talking to anybody. Like, your mind is spiraling in whatever different directions. Yeah. So I think that this is going to be hard for you to hear us talking about, but I also think that it's good because mm-hmm. what happens when you isolate yourself in a situation, it becomes way bigger or you talk yourself into being like, it's fine, what I'm yeah. doing is fine, it's not that big of a deal, which yeah. are not like... That's not how life works. And so this isn't us coming at you, but it's us being like, hey, (laughs) the situation is this. I do feel so bad for like what's to come for you. And I hope that you guys can reconcile for sure. Mm -hmm. Or if this is your person and that's the sacrifice it took, like I've seen stranger things happen. Mm -hmm. But I do think that you guys just hanging out in your own little bubble where the world doesn't exist and consequences aren't there. That's not sustainable. Yeah. So I think it's, it's time. And the fact that you wrote in, I think, you know, it's time Yeah. for us to start to like actually face the music. A hundred percent. And I think, you know, I'm going to double down on what I said before. I think, I think he's a rebound and that's fine. Like it makes sense that you would, you would rebound with someone that you feel comfortable with, like someone you know that's nearby that you isn't, you know, some stranger <laughs> on a dating app or something like that. Um, but you I, you need to decide if this is an actual, going to be an actual relationship or not, because if it's not, that just, that's all the, I would just cut it off now. Yeah. I would just end it now. And I, I would probably write a long letter. I'd probably take my time writing it throwing it away, rewriting it again, like wording it perfectly so that my bestie knows like I love her more and up and I want to be honest with you. And I, I feel like I would, I would 
I would give it to her, give her a hug, and then honestly hope for the best. Like, yeah, she, she might. It doesn't mean that she's not going to be friends with you. She might take a week hating you, <laughs> and then come back. You know, some people aren't that that vengeful. <laughs> vengeful. <laughs> Taryn will kill me. So if you ever see me missing, <laughs> I just I'm trying to be realistic, and I I dated someone for four years. I had a hard time with my friends even still being friends with him. Like, even though I was like, obviously, I can't tell people not to talk to him. I had a hard time with even just that. I can't imagine, like, what she's going to respond to. So I'm just trying to be, like, I'm trying to be realistic. Mm -hmm. But I do think what you said earlier is, like, if you have any hope, this has to be ended wrapped up put on, put away mm-hmm. before you even talk to her or yeah. else it's going to be it's going to be so much worse yeah her stumbling upon this or being like is something going on and then you come that's not going to be it that's bad news Mm-mm. you will lose your best friend yeah yeah oh my god anonymous i literally just wish i could like hug you and I'm like so sorry um but yeah i think that's i think tough, this is going to tough, tough, tough. it's going to come out and it's going to bubble up one way or the other. So I think you've said so many times that you don't see a future. So I mm-hmm. feel like we need to cut it and then we need to figure out how we're going to tell her, address it, move forward. Let her hit you. I mean, that's cool. I'm thinking about like new girl, right? Have you ever Situation. been hit in your life? Actually? No, 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 not once. I'm, can I, hit I've you? made it very clear. I mean, <laughs> I don't get in confrontations. I don't do that stuff. Um, but if I slept with your ex, would it make you feel better if I was like, if we were both like, okay, we think we can get past this. We don't know how. And I, I was just like, punch me in the face. And I'd be like this. You can, you have a free punch. Like nah. at any point you can just come up and boom. I mean, yeah, for most people, but I would want to hit you because I just got mad. I wouldn't want you to give me permission to hit you. It would take the victory out of it. I'd want to freaking sucker punch you. And then you'd be like, ow, on the floor. And I'd be like, that's right. No, I'm just kidding. It's just got <laughs> violent. Um, yeah, dude, I don't It's. It is, I think it is whatever she, whatever your friend needs to do to deal with it. If that's cut you out, if that's hit you. I mean, only if you're okay with that. Like, we don't just like take it's an option. Um, it's it's, uh, it's everything's gonna be court. out of your hands now. The which... ball is in her court. I would accept that. Yeah. I would end things with him. I would tell her what the situation is and let her take control of that and do with that information what she will. And then you have to be uh, uh, you have to accept the fact that you may or may not have a best friend after. And and you might your lose friend the whole group, group. Friend group mm-hmm. could easily start picking sides and it's it's kind of obvious for most people to be like well yeah we're gonna support the one Um, yeah so prepare yourself for all those things yeah find another support system if you you know being truthful and being honest and holding on to your integrity is way more important in my opinion in these kinds of situations friendships can come and go and just because this messed up one doesn't mean that there aren't others in the future and you can very well like obviously learn from this i know i'm learning from this currently will not do that will not um but like you are and i say this so sincerely not the first person to do this so unfortunately um you're not alone and a lot of people have been in the situation and i applaud how brave you are writing in and i applaud um you handling this and dealing with this and 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 setting things and right. we love you we love you yeah. like things things happen in life this is why this is why i always i think people think i'm too not like harsh or like i don't know what the right word is but i'm very like about like drawing boundaries like right from the get-go because i think in any situation like this where where you look at someone you're like how could you be hooking up with your friend's boyfriend like whatever Mm -hmm. it always traces back to the tiniest tiniest things right like where oh they started texting so that's why I'm like well why would you be texting like you you know what I mean it's like there's so many little tiny tiny decisions in the beginning of situations that seem whatever like oh I can text like we're friends like we knew each other like whatever like and I think those are the things that I think 
point to boundaries being important. Yeah. Even if it seems like, oh, that's a bit much. Yeah. But I guess it's I'm... those little tiny, tiny things. Cause then it's like, oh, well, we started texting. So we started like getting to know each other more. And then mm-hmm. when we would hang out, we would go off on our by ourselves, which made me then want to hang out on our own. Then we hang out hung out on our own. Then we hooked up. And then it, it like spirals. So it's like one of those things I think that if you feel yourself even having a tiny bit of like, oh, like it's just important to draw those boundaries like ASAP Rocky. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, I love that. Good luck. <sighs> you got this, girl. We are definitely going to need an update yeah. on this one. Please. Please update Pretty us. please. And you got this. Let and I'm sending you, you a... <laughs> Sucker punch. I'm serious. Oh. I'll send you a goodwill, a, 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 a good luck care package. <laughs> She's like a link to if like an Amazon ice bag. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you some goodies. Oh, man. Man Ooh. alive. All right. My email is titled, The Clingiest Mother-in-Law in the World. Please help. I need space and she's in love with my husband. Ew, what? I don't think she means in love, but obsessed with <laughs> her husband. Um, let's dive into it. Hey, girls. Hope the subject of this email caught your attention. It did. I mean, it did. You're correct. Sadly, it's all true, and I'm just losing my mind. I love y'all so much and have been listening to your podcast since the beginning. It makes my Mondays so much better. I love this little community. Anyway, I have been wanting to write in, but I have not been able to fathom how I can write this clingy and codependent situation into words. This might be a long one, but I truly need advice from an outside source because the only person I can talk to is my husband and therapist because most of my friends know my mother-in-law since we all go to church together. Ooh. Oof. Oof. For context, my mother-in-law was a stay-at-home slash homeschooling mom for the past 30 years. She's used to spending every moment with her kids and never really put in an effort with having adult friendships. This created an extremely codependent family dynamic, especially because they moved a lot for my father-in-law's job and weren't able to stick around to maintain relationships outside of the family. My father-in-law was gone a lot for work when my husband was a kid, so as the oldest, my husband stepped up into making up for his dad being gone. As a result, my mother-in-law basically made her son, my husband, my mother-in-law's emotional support. Um, My husband was basically raised to take care of his siblings and cater to my mother-in-law's emotional needs since my father-in-law was gone all the time. This creates an entirely inappropriate boundary that was crossed emotionally. My husband was placed in a situation where he was filling in for the emotional needs of a parent's partner. Yeah. Right? Dang, that's rough. My husband was the first kid to get married. My mother-in-law really went after me when we got engaged and treated me terribly when I was wedding planning. I tried to include her because she wanted to be involved in literally just about everything. Um, But she would just give me dirty looks and snide comments about how I spent my money, even though I was 24 with a degree and a job and wasn't in any debt, (laughs) which is quite the accomplishment. Yeah. She would make rude comments about me starting to wear glasses, about me not needing them and how I looked in them when I would buy clothes. Basically, everything I did, she commented negatively about. She was nice to me prior to my husband and I getting engaged. And then all of a sudden, everything changed. It's like she hated me for taking her son away. Yeah. My in-laws have always found a way to insert themselves into whatever my husband and I are doing with our wedding, a trip, or making friends. She truly ruined the memories I have of our wedding planning and some of our actual wedding by making things all about her. On our wedding day, she cried in the bathroom at the venue because she didn't get ready with me and my 20-something-year-old bridal party and my sisters. My mom didn't even get ready with us. My in-laws claimed that they couldn't afford to pay for our honeymoon, but by the time we were able to take the trip to the Bahamas after being married for a couple of years, my in-laws decided to race us there on our family vacation on a family vacation that we weren't invited on. They just took the younger siblings and went to the exact same place for months before we were four months before we were going. What on earth? They literally booked their trip a week after we excitedly told them where we were going for our honeymoon. My mother-in-law even said that she wished she were going on my trip with my husband instead of me. (laughs) As a joke. That's not funny, Um, (laughs) in-law. That's not funny, (laughs) in-law. 
<laughs> um, now that the backstory is explained, here's my issue. Now that all of the kids have graduated high school and she's an empty nester, she realizes that she wants to have a good relationship with me. Hmm. Interesting. Without an apology or an acknowledgement of her previous behavior. Like I said, she has only invested in her kids and not in any friendships. Anytime I have friends over or have plans, she gets her feelings hurt and feels left out. It's gotten to the point where I don't tell her anything (laughs) that I'm doing whatsoever with my friends so that she won't get her feelings hurt. I feel like it's completely okay for me to have friends my own age and not include my mother-in-law in in everything that me or my husband do. It is so clingy and overbearing. Also, she was clearly not nice to me. So why would I want to be around her any more than I already uh, than I need to be? She's nice to me now, but it feels so disingenuous because of how quickly she turned on me when I got engaged to my husband. My husband knows how I feel, but wants me to be able to forgive her for all the things that she's done to me and us. My husband thinks she was projecting her guilt of spending money on me since she doesn't have a formal job. We also want our future kids to have a good relationship with his parents and don't want it to be tainted by my experience. So how can I forgive her for ruining my exciting things for me, a.k.a. my wedding and my honeymoon? And how can I tell her that I want a personal life without hurting her feelings? Also, should I ever address that emotional boundary issue between her and my husband or just let it go? Thanks for listening. Anonymous. Oh, what is it? Dude, that one of my biggest fears is this like marrying into I think because my family like obviously every family has their own issues sure but my family's so close and it's it's like so fun but we also all have like our own individual lives mm-hmm. and I just can't imagine like getting a pair of in-laws where there's like all these issues or it's like tense and like yeah. I don't know it's one of my biggest fears yeah it's it's crazy with that like thought process like you're entering into a family with a mess and you're entering into a family with a past and a history. And like, sometimes that can be like a well-managed, emotionally healthy history. Um, And sometimes that can be a poorly managed, very emotionally unhealthy history. Um, And it's scary to think that like, we all like do that. We all like incorporate our lives with other families. And sometimes you don't really know what you're getting into. Um, My main thing here is and I obviously I'm only going off of what you've written anonymous. I'm curious to know, like has the husband stepped in in any way towards like any of the comments she said during the wedding towards the honeymoon, the fact that she actually went to the exact spot that your honeymoon was like, did he say it's his mom? Well, Cause the only thing she said about her husband saying was like, Hey, I want you to forgive her and I want us to have a good relationship. Yes. But, but- an unhealthy boundary has yeah. two parts to it. For sure. So yeah, sure. she's crossing over in ways that it's like, mm, that's not appropriate. Because but also, she's a, she feels like she can. Yeah. Because he's like, allowed it. He has to lay down the law of like, hey, this is my marriage. This is this. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm just wondering because she's getting her feelings hurt by everything the she does, like the the wife. But like, is she all, like, is the husband inviting her to everything or mm-hmm. is she getting mad at him for everything he does like I think there's a lot of unanswered questions that I have but I feel like I think it's very obvious that like for you to move forward you feel like you need some sort of acknowledgement from her so it's kind of hard because it's like how do you I mean yeah you can forgive someone even if they don't say sorry to you but like you know forgiving her and just like having a new chapter if she's not going to even acknowledge or like be able to have that conversation with you, Mm -hmm. then that's kind of hard. But also like, I think you and your husband need to have a big conversation because I think a lot of this needs to come from him of like, Hey, like this is the way like moving forward. Like it's too much. Like you've done some things. So I understand why she feels distant. Like, I think you need to talk to her and apologize for that. thousand percent. And at the end, the way you said like, um, not the how can I give her part, but the how can I tell her that I want a personal life without hurting her feelings? And how do I talk about this emotional boundary? Like, I don't think you should say mm. anything. I feel like your husband should be talking to her about yeah. this. I feel like if... um, They need if, to go to if, therapy. If your sister-in-law 
was noticing this between your brother and your mom. Like, I wouldn't expect her to talk to your mom about it. I would expect like her to talk to Brett yeah. and Brett to talk to the family Which about she would. it. Yeah. You know, and I feel like it it should go in that order because it's not your parents. Yeah. And I, 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 in my head, I've always envisioned like a marriage, you know, when you have your family on your side, his family on his side, you both are in charge of like your sides. Mm-hmm. Yes, you make decisions together and, and you compromise and you work together. But in the end, like whoever's, com- who's communicating to your side of the family, you are, you know, I feel like your husband, I feel like you need to have a conversation with your husband. That's what I think. And I, I think, think they maybe both need you to go need to therapy. To clarify talk clarify have a clarifying conversation about the emotional boundary issue that you see between him and his mom and i'm willing to bet he doesn't even realize how codependent they are because he was raised in it yeah but she says she's talked to she's like the only people i can talk to is like my husband and somebody so like i think she's talked to him about it but i I think think there's a difference of like just talking about your frustrations and then saying like, hey, like there's a bigger issue here that needs to be like figured out. There's addressing um, it and then there's making like actionable steps. And making him see like it's not just because it inconveniences me, but like I'm worried about her too. Like yeah. that's not healthy that she feels the need to like cling on to that. I think you can totally talk to her about the things she's done to you that like have hurt mm-hmm. you. The wedding comments. But, yeah. The honeymoon the, thing. The that was boundary yours. that needs to come from him and he's the one that needs to be exercising boundaries yeah oh i mean i completely agree and i feel like you should encourage him and the other siblings the whole family to get her into a group to like have her own friends i think it's it can be sad to watch i mean i can't imagine watching your parent struggle emotionally with all of these things and not have any friends to have support yeah on and i think you know I think making friends when you're older is hard, but also it all it doesn't take that much effort. I think you just got to go find well, a group. She's obviously super involved in church, so yeah. like, yeah, get involved with like a small group or something. Church is also great like with stuff like that. Like, I don't see how she couldn't have some connections yeah. there. Some of it, I feel like you just might need to also just accept that that's the way she is. So like. Not that it should change what you're doing, but if you are having fun with your friends and doing something and she makes these little comments, like you have to be able to just brush some of that off too and just be like, okay, Linda, like, okay, like, or just not acknowledge it and keep talking about something else. Um, But yeah, some of that, I wouldn't let it impact you too much. But if she, some people are just really sensitive and they get like their feelings hurt about a lot and you can't control that, but you can also just make sure like, you have your own healthy boundaries in place. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, messy. I would also be curious if he has, um, she didn't really specify about the other kids, like his, his, her husband's mm-hmm. siblings, but I'm curious. I'm assuming they're young because the she said they're just partners, out of the house. If there's any other partners that are experiencing this or girlfriends that are experiencing this, like negative and hate towards them. I would assume maybe like they're the first ones because she said, oldest she said now everyone's out of the house Mm -hmm. so i'm assuming like they all are just turning 18 and out of the house so she's probably the first one to pave that way which means tough all of them are going to go through it so ugh. yeah i would sit your husband down i'd have another conversation with him and be very clear about how you're feeling i'd have another conversation about how you don't think it's healthy the way that she needs him and leans on him Um, and then I would start making actionable steps towards drawing those boundaries, learning to say no, um, being okay with saying no, Linda, I'm Mm -hmm. having a girl's night. Yeah. You're not invited. Like you don't have to be mean about it, but like figuring out how to word that to her, that he's, that your husband's okay with and that you're okay with that you feel like, you know, um, that you feel like represents how you feel, but also doesn't hurt her feelings. Yeah. It's so hard when you have people who don't see the situation for what it is because it's like you would want to just be like uh well none of my friends brought their mother-in-laws yeah. so like you do recognize there's a difference i mean i wouldn't want she doesn't see that that yeah and yeah. i as you know as a daughter i wouldn't want my mom looking that way like i would no. want to be like hey just so you know this isn't a, a mom thing like this, this is, is my friend me and my yeah. friends thing and i would want to make sure like my mom didn't look silly 
thinking she was invited or that she should have been there when she shouldn't have. Yeah. So maybe have, maybe talk to one of the other kids or your husband and make sure like, you know, if you're doing something or you're throwing something and she says something that they can also help kind of turn her head and, and kind of help her see how, how she's not supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> or just say like simply like, Oh, well, I that was just like a friend hang. But like if you we can like schedule coffee if you want to get coffee this week. Like yeah. so separate out like we can also hang out, but it's like different. Yeah. But that was just me and my girlies. Ugh. We can do a, a mother daughter date if yeah. you want whenever you're free. <laughs> and whenever <laughs> you're less She's like, crazy. I'm free when you're free. <laughs> you're like, ah, dude, that's rough. Yeah. Um, In-laws, man. Yeah. Your hubby needs to step up. I think you I can think have that conversation. Needs to step up. Yeah, yeah, you can have that conversation with her and see how that goes. Um, or you might just need to accept that she is the way she is, but create your own boundaries to make sure you I would talk to the other protect kids. your peace. Protect your peace. Talk to the kids. Um, and then hopefully, you know, they start dating someone and get married soon so you can start a club together for <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, the she'll have crazy other, other people, t-shirts. yeah, other people to step into. Yeah, it will be fun when when one of the other kids eventually gets married, and you can be like, "Listen, here's what's about to happen. Prepare yourselves. Get ready. Start to get wild, <laughs> monster in law." Um, but thank you so much for writing in. If you guys have a crazy clingy monster in law story, we'd love to hear. This it. is your sign. I don't know Write what I in. just said right now. We love to hear it. Hear it. Um, okay, let's end with a dad joke. Let's do it. Are you ready, Ash? Yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> okay. What goes up and down but doesn't move? Up and down but doesn't move. A zipper. It moves. Mm. An elevator, an elevator moves. I don't know. <laughs> Stairs. Damn it, <laughs> guys! If you made it Good to the dad joke, we love you the mostest. Please check out our Supercast subscription service, where you can get more content of Taryn and I, and exciting new scary stories every month. Um, if you have a story to write in, do don't it. hesitate. Do it. Do it. We're, it we're calling you out right now. Do it. It could be funny. It could be serious. It could be relationship oriented. It could be work oriented. It could be absolutely anything. So take a second and write us in. Okay. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. That's the end. That's the end. We, ooh, the I end just of got our... a message from Bumble. Ooh. <laughs> Colin. <laughs> stop bugging Colin. me. Babe, stop bugging me. What, what if we date? No, that's weird. Okay. Anyways. That'd be hilarious. Can we end before I say something else? Okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Ha, 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 ha.